Coming up on Encouragement Live, we Christians hear a lot about ministry, but do we fully understand the biblical concept? Dr. Mark Yarbrough, president of Dallas Seminary, provides insight on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's great to have you with us as live from studios at First Baptist Church of Faith, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. Our mission, biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of topics. Tonight, we welcome Dr. Mark Yarborough, the sixth president of Dallas Theological Seminary. Mark is also a professor of Bible exposition. He served in a variety of positions during his tenure at Dallas Seminary. Uh, he also has... Um, uh, a number of uh, different uh, things that he's done. Uh, he was the valedictorian the year he graduated from uh, uh, Dallas Christian College. He also received the Delta Epsilon Key Award. And at Dallas Seminary, he finished his THM in three years and got his Ph.D. in 2008. Mark, obviously, you've been a very busy man over the years. Great to have you on the program. It is wonderful to be here with you. What a privilege. Looking forward to the opportunity tonight. And uh, the topic ministry I know is one that resonates with you because you're in the business of training people for ministry. That is exactly right. So it's something you're quite familiar with yourself, so we should have a good discussion. I think we should. And by the way, folks, if you have a question about ministry, maybe uh, the kind of ministry you are involved in or what kind of ministry you should be involved in or how you can prepare for ministry, our toll-free number, 855-586-LIFE. The toll-free number again, 855-586-5433. Our web address, encouragementlive.org. And Mark, let's uh, nail down a definition of ministry uh, to get us under underway. What is ministry? There yep. you go. Well, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? I'm going to appeal to uh, its root concept. Okay. Okay, so we're going to step into the word. It's interesting. We use the word ministry probably in a lot of different ways in, yes. in culture, in contemporary culture, and even in the church. But I'm going to appeal to a word, and uh, I'm not going to go total egghead on us here, okay? Yep. But I'm going to give us the word uh, diakonion. Okay, uh, so sounds like a deacon to it me. It does. Actually, either that or somebody might say, well, it sounds like something you need to go see your podiatrist about. Uh, you know, that you too, got yeah. the diaconian. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> at its root as a concept, and you did pick it up just a minute ago, you hear the word deacon kind of in there. Yep. But at its root, it means to serve. Hmm. And that word is used in a variety of different ways. It is actually the root of deacon in terms of an office, mm -hmm. but it is also the word that is behind when you see the word ministry. So yeah. ultimately, at the highest level, when we're talking about what ministry is, it means to serve. Mm. And and that really is an amazing concept because we tend to think of ministry as somebody in the pulpit or somebody on radio or television or that kind of thing. There's a lot more to it than that. That is exactly right. And I do think that that's one of the things that maybe uh, it has been a little unfortunate through the years. Mm. And I'm not picking on the church. That's not what I'm doing. But, but you understand what I mean yeah. when I say it's a little unfortunate that sometimes we have uh, um, quarantined that word for individuals that are only in 
full-time vocational Christian mm. ministry. And yes. I know we can talk about yeah. that, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm just saying that that's a word that has a much larger meaning. We're all called yeah. to serve if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. Very important concept. Dr. Mark Yarbrough, the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. We will be taking your phone calls on the program tonight. The number is 855-586-LIFE. 855-586-5433. If you'd like to learn more about Dallas Theological Seminary, and I'd encourage you to do so, navigate over to dts.edu. We'll come back with more of Encouragement Live after this. That unwanted vehicle of yours might not take you anywhere, but it can drive encouragement and hope to listeners everywhere. Donate it to Encouragement Live and we'll pick it up, even if it isn't running. We'll use it to fund this ministry. It's easy and free. Mention Encouragement Live when you call 855-500-RIDE. Get the eyesore out of your yard and donate that car today. Call 855-500-RIDE or encouragementlive.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shipley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Tonight on Encouragement Live, an opportunity if you have a question about how you should be serving in ministry in a church, whether you should consider vocational ministry, or if you should consider a ministry transition. And there are times when God leads us to a ministry transition. Dr. Mark Yarborough and I would love to talk with you about it. And you can call us toll free at 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Mark, during your years, your undergraduate uh, master's level work at DTS, did you ever think you would come back and serve as president? No. How about that? That's just a short answer. I I, I tell people all the time that uh, I did not take uh, the class on being a future seminary president in seminary. So it was not in the script, but it was obviously in God's script. Right. And and it's amazing. You've held a number of roles there, and I didn't mention all of those, but uh, tell us a little bit about how God led you to DTS and some of the ministry roles that you carried out there, because some of those sort of fit into that serving category. You bet. You bet. Yeah. When I was a student at Dallas Christian College, um, I had some professors that were really pointing me towards seminary. We had a family friend by the name of Lucy Mabry Foster, mm. and she taught at Dallas Seminary in the Biblical Counseling Department. Yeah. Wasn't, she on the, yeah, wasn't she on the board at one time also? Or? She she was, mm-hmm. she was, and uh, so she was uh, teaching there at that time at the at the seminary, yeah. and uh, she kind of recruited me to come over to the seminary, and so that was my connection there as a student, yeah. and so I was there for 
a few years, I went back to Dallas Christian College, and I was working on my PhD at the time, and I became connected with Mark Bailey. And so he asked if I would lead that. When he transitioned into the presidency, yes. he asked if I'd come over and join him. And amazingly, he followed Chuck Swindoll, and then you followed him. Dallas Seminary has only had six presidents. Really remarkable. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, we're, we're right on the cusp of our uh, centennial celebration in yep. 2024. So, yep. yeah, well, there's only been six of us. That's for sure. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. Now, we're talking about ministry. And again, friend, if you'd like to talk with us about the role of ministry that you have or opportunities for ministry or what you should do about conflicts or problems or difficulties in ministry, and sadly, there are some of those, the number to call is 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Mark, there's a lot about ministry in Scripture. I look back, I'm a little bit old school. I looked at Young's Analytical Concordance, a whole page of references, Old Testament and New Testament. Uh, Maybe you could pick out a couple or three of your favorites, and uh, I'll do the same. You betcha. Well, you know, some of the ones that are related to to Timothy in particular, in both 1st and 2nd Timothy, and Titus as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Paul makes these uh, charges to these individuals that in many ways were protégés of his. They were uh, disciples of his. And uh, the charge is made to fulfill your ministry or to complete your ministry. So yep. those are some of that's some of the language that yep. we hear. Yeah, and very important. Some of you may be wondering how I can complete the ministry God has called me to, or maybe you need some additional training, some equipping ministry. Give Mark and me a call at 855-586-LIFE. 855-586-LIFE. Sat7 makes the gospel available in the Middle East and North Africa. Whether it's 24-7 biblically-based programming is viewed on satellite television, online streaming, or video on demand, Sat7 knows from viewer response that people are coming to faith in Christ and Christians are growing in their faith. Join with Sat7 to make an eternal impact in the region. Visit sat7usa.org slash radio to learn more. Here's Don Hawkins for the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Our culture is rapidly growing more unbiblical. Sexual distortion, cancel culture, critical race theory, and more. How can we as grandparents influence the generation to come to counter these threats? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can train you to coach your grandchildren and help them stand firm against these dangerous trends. To learn more about our 14-week training course, you may visit masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans at your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. You've got to know how all these work, and that's what we explain. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. They're just bombarded with all sorts of mail. 
and they don't know what is the right thing to do. How do I enroll? What is the donut hole? And they get fearful. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Encouragement Live coming your way. Glad to have you. If you're listening over Joy Christian Radio, so glad that you're able to join us live tonight. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call toll-free at 855-586-LIFE. Also, WPEO in Peoria and also um, WOAY in Oak Hill, West Virginia. We'd love to hear from some of you or from any of the stations around the country on the American Family Radio Network or worldwide on the worshipchannel.org. And uh, Dr. Mark Yarborough is with us tonight uh, talking about ministry. Uh, you mentioned uh, Paul's words to Timothy about fulfilling your ministry. Paul had a lot to say about how Timothy should go about fulfilling his ministry. Yeah, he did. Um, there were some very specific challenges to Timothy mm-hmm. yeah. because of who Timothy was and where Timothy was placed. Yeah. So when you step into Scripture, you see a lot of these very direct challenges that are made to a particular person or a particular audience. But but clearly, there are also some mandates that we're all engaged in ministry. Now, when we think about Paul, I appreciated Paul's words in 1 Timothy 4. Don't let anybody despise your youth. Yes. So there's a place for young people in ministry. Without right? question. And I appreciate that, that, uh, that charge that he gave to someone who was younger in the faith. And so he wanted to speak to him as an older individual to a younger individual. And then he said, be an example to the believers. It seems like integrity is a very important uh, facet of fulfilling ministry. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It's, uh, you know, we all lead out of who we are, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so part of that charge for Timothy was to, and you see this all throughout the pastoral letters in particular, uh, is to be grounded in the word. And uh, the closer you are to what the Lord has said in his word and what has been revealed, that to let that out and to, to mm-hmm. let it be seen and be displayed by all who look at your life. Uh, guard your doctrine closely, but also your walk. Yes. And then later in Second Timothy, Paul talked about uh, you've known the Holy Scriptures, and he talked about being diligent to mm-hmm. uh, study uh, the Word of God. And, and certainly that's one of the things that I've appreciated. Kathy, my wife, who's also a graduate of Dallas Seminary, and I know you have and others have about the ministry of Dallas Seminary, you equip people to really get into the Word, to rightly divide the Word of Truth. That is exactly right. Our, our mission at the seminary is, is pretty clear. It's to yeah. equip godly servant leaders for the proclamation of his word and the building up of the body of Christ worldwide. So that's what we're about. You also have a shorter version, Teach Truth, Love Well. That is exactly right. And I think that really encapsulates what Jesus himself said. Tell us, teacher, what are the greatest commandments? It is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, right? There's There's the vertical. And he's also saying in the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So in many ways, that is, that's the anchor point, right, of teach yeah. and love. I had a lady uh, actually emailed me through uh, Moody Publishing uh, that I'd spoken in a church in Little Rock, Arkansas in the 1990s and had spoken on that subject, loving God wholeheartedly, how that leads to worship. Loving people unconditionally leads to encouragement. 
encouragement. And somehow that had stuck in her mind, and huh. she had written my name in the margin of her Bible, and she couldn't figure out how in the world, you know, where could she find out more about that? Yeah. So I'm putting a copy of one of my books in the mail That's to her. Great. What a what a neat thing, you know, when people remember things that we've shared, and I know you've had experiences oh, yes. like that. Oh, yes. Dr. Mark Yarborough with us. He's the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. Maybe you have a question about the seminary, about uh, how you can get into the seminary, about do they have scholarship aid available? Do they have, uh, I, I know that there's a big fundraising initiative among alumni for scholarship dollars right now. If you'd like to know about that, dts.edu. And I'm sure if you get on that site, you can probably get in. But if you'd like to talk with Mark personally, there is no better time than right now. The number is 855-586-LIFE. Mark, we talked about young people in ministry. Let's talk about older people in ministry. Uh, I think about people who've maybe gone into the pastorate or gone to the mission field and maybe need some additional training. Uh, Do you see people coming back, for example, to seminary uh, who've been involved in ministry or who at midlife would like to transition into ministry? Oh, yes. I think sometimes people think about seminary and they think it's individuals that are uh, just finishing up with their bachelor's degree and they're just going straight into ministry. We certainly have... Uh, students that do that from across the country and across the world, but we have what I call uh, second and third and fourth career individuals <laughs> where uh, the Lord's working in their heart and their life. We have uh, doctors and lawyers and engineers and homemakers and individuals that are just on fire for the Lord. They're yeah. saying, I want to be better equipped. Yeah. And that word equip is such a great word. I love that. Katartizo uh, is the, the word that's yeah. often used for that. And the idea of being fully equipped. In fact, Paul talked about that in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3. That is exactly right. And it is, uh, it's that powerful word, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. Of, of being anchored in the word and being uh, who we're supposed to be and called to be because of who God is. Well, we're going to the phones, the toll-free number, 855-586-5433. Bobby is listening in Louisiana. Thank you for calling us tonight, Bobby. You are on the air. Go ahead. Hey there. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Sweet voices sometimes. You have a question for us? Well, I don't know if it's a question or what it is. I got so disturbed and... Last night, till I didn't know what to do, mm. I uh, was listening to the radio, and I don't remember what station. I mean, I know what station I was listening to, but I don't remember what program I was listening to. But they started to talking about the mental health of of our people in this country right now. What in the world are we going to do? Well, let's talk about mental and spiritual situations right now. Bobby, let's talk to Dr. Mark uh, Yarborough about those different components. Mark, there's a lot going on in our world today uh, that have created mental health problems, and certainly the coronavirus pandemic has has been a part of that. A lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. You bet. Yeah, you know, there's clearly a lot of that that is happening. There's fear. uh, There is... 
anxiety that has been produced and these kinds of things. Scripture speaks an awful lot of, don't mm-hmm. we? Yes. I do believe that sometimes, you know, especially in this moment of time that we find ourselves in, it is easy to buy into the philosophy of the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I hear, I have a dear friend of mine, uh, Michael Easley, uh, Dallas Seminary no, graduate, well, you know yes, him well, and he has yeah. a phrase that I have just stolen from him over the years. He says, don't let the world teach you theology. Well, I love it. And that's a great phrase. And, you know, um, I'm going to read one of the passages that is so important to us at this stage in the game. And we all know it. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Now, listen to this. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hmm. And then you will be able to approve what God's will is, the good, pleasing, and perfect will. I love that charge to let your, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Here's what I really believe is needed today, right now in the church. We don't need the world to teach us theology. We need to be transformed in our, even in our thinking with God's word. And our thinking needs to be biblical even when it comes to mental health and these other issues, Mark. That's exactly right. You you mentioned two areas, depression, anxiety, and fear. Uh, You know, Scripture speaks to all of these. Anxiety, uh, Jesus' words in Matthew 6, 25 through 34, uh, Paul's words in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, uh, very powerful words about anxiety. Uh, David in in Psalm 27, when I'm, uh, you know, the Lord is my light Mm -hmm. and my salvation, whom shall I fear? That's right. The Lord's the strength of my life. And 56, 3, when I'm... I'll trust in you. And then David in in Psalm 42 and 43, why are you cast down or depressed, O my soul? Why are you disquiet in me? Hope in God. Depression, in a a sense, tends to become a, a loss of hope. And when people feel hopeless and helpless, they become depressed. And saturating our minds with God's word is really a big answer for I that. tell you what it is, and I'm doing more and more of that in terms of uh, challenging individuals. Uh, to, you know, there are times to uh, unplug, turn it yeah. off. Not Don't do it right now in the middle of this radio. Yeah, not here. now. Not now, but I Later. mean, there are times to make yeah. sure that we're not getting fed from the language of the world, yeah. from uh, the negative voices of the world. And, you know, when we've got the greatest news the world has ever given, and yeah, that is really a, it is a message of hope. Yes. And it's not just we're saved, you know, from something, but we're saved for something. And yeah. so it should make a difference in who we are and our perspective, even here and now, knowing that the best is yet to come. One of the great examples of God's word transforming a life was Jeremiah. Mm. We all mm-hmm. think of Jeremiah as the blank prophet. That's right, the weeping prophet. Weeping prophet. There we are. And then in Jeremiah, he says, Jeremiah, 17.9, your words were, uh, actually it's not 17.9, that's a different verse, but he said, your words were found 15.16, there you go. and I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I'm called by your name. The amazing thing, here's a guy who was weeping, he was grieving over the loss of his city, and he ate, as it were, the word of God. That's right. It changed him into a joyful right. prophet. It sure did, and I mean, I love that picture there of internalizing, yes. right? That's what that's yeah. that's what it's there internalizing the word of God. And Bobby, we want to pray for you and with you that God will give you the grace to do the same thing as you are distraught over our world. Mark, would you lead us in prayer on behalf of Bobby and By others who may be struggling? You bet, dear Lord. Thank you uh, for. 
uh, our sister that has called in, and thank you for uh, the the honesty of what may be for a lot of individuals uh, fear and anxiety. Uh, depression. But Lord, right now we acknowledge that your word redirects us, that you have called us to constantly be washed over from your word. And if there are those that are listening, even right now, Lord, I pray that uh, if the pause button needs to be pushed, to, to shut out the noise of the word of the world and to let your word come through us to even as we've just talked about of the prophet Jeremiah to internalize it to be transformed by the renewing of our minds mm. Lord we pray that that would happen and forgive us Lord when we have been looking down too much when you call us to lift our eyes up to you and uh, may we be individuals that constantly are looking to you uh, to keep us on not just on the straight and narrow, but Lord, to to give us the right lens, yes. the vision that we need to not be pressed in by the negativity of the world. And so, uh, Lord, help us to get our theology from you and from what you have revealed yes. in your word. And so for our one that is called in and said that, and I know there are thousands of others uh, that are probably saying and having that same struggle, uh, may we find comfort from your word. We pray these things in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. And Bobby, we're so glad you called us tonight. Again, friend, if you'd like to call in, that frees up a line at 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Back with more with Dr. Mark Yarber of Dallas Seminary after this. Do you have an extra car taking up valuable space in your driveway? Let Encouragement Live take it off your hands. It's easy, free, and best of all, tax deductible. Get your driveway back and keep Encouragement Live rolling so more people can bridge the gap between their faith and everyday life. Mention Encouragement Live when you call 855-RIDE to donate. That's 855-RIDE or encouragement.org. I don't have to tell you that our culture is rapidly moving in a non-biblical direction. Cancel culture, sexual distortion, critical race theory, and other major left-leaning cultural shifts are penetrating our public education and even some churches. Don Hawkins here. As grandparents, how can we influence the generation to come in a positive way to counter these threats? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help you coach your grandchildren and even great-grandchildren to help them stand firm against these dangerous trends. To learn more about our 14-week training course that can equip you to be a life coach for your family, you may visit www.masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Distinctively Christian Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference for generations to come. With Social Security offices closed due to COVID, where and how should you enroll in Medicare? And is there a time deadline? As Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can find Medicare resources at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S.com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live 
Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. We're talking tonight with Dr. Mark Yarborough, the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. If you'd like to know more about the seminary, visit their website. It is well done, dts.edu. You've also introduced a brand new Chafer Chapel there, Mark, and what a beautiful facility that is on the campus. I tell you what, that has been a, a gift from God. I referenced it at the beginning of the, se- the seminary semester, and I said yes. it's an Ebenezer. Yeah. It uh, is God's faithfulness to us. And uh, so, yes, we have a new chapel, and we're enjoying it. And in the front area of that is a, is a new uh, co- coffee shop. commons and yes. a coffee shop, because yes. we all know that talking Bible and theology over a good cup of coffee Coffee is a gift from God. So and that's a great place. Drop by 3909 Swiss Avenue if you have a chance. I think they do tours also, Oh, we right? do. We would be happy to take anybody on a tour and show yeah. you the campus and let you know what's going on. If you have a question about Dallas Seminary, it'd be a good time tonight to give us a call. 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. And Paul is listening tonight in Oklahoma. Paul, good to hear from you and uh, glad you phoned us. Go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, I've got a question since you're the uh, president of uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. I um, have wrote a book, and I've never wrote one before, but I've done what I could in uh, uh, submitting it for approval to from Ariel Ministry, because it has a lot of quotes. But other than uh, getting the permissions for that, what other steps would I take to uh, get that into publications? It's a book on spiritual warfare. And by the way, Paul, you have called uh, to talk to the right man. Uh, Mark has just given me three of his books. One of them is Why to, How to Read the Bible Like a Seminary Professor, a great book that Mark has written. Uh, also, Jonah, Beyond the Tale of a Whale, and his newest, I believe this one just out, Mark, is that correct? That is Tidings right. of Comfort and Joy, uh, 25 Devotionals Leading to Christmas, a foreword by Chip Ingram. By the way, this would be a great book to give as a gift. Paul, we're glad to hear that you are using writing as ministry, and certainly writing is a ministry. Mark, what would you say in answer to Paul? You know, yeah, I appreciate you doing that. Um, thank you for sharing that, because writing is a ministry. Speaking of ministry, um, yes. you know, we teach courses on that at the seminary, and so thank you for saying, Lord, I think you've given me a, a voice and something that I want to do. So if your specific question about uh, publishing, you know, on a lot of uh, publishers' websites. Um, uh, let me talk about a couple of different categories. One category is for publishers. So they're, they're companies that they, uh, that's what they do. Kriegel is a company that a lot of individuals use and WordPress and things like that. And on their websites, I would encourage you to go to uh, pick up a lot of books and you can see a lot of the larger names in the publishing industry. Right. And if you go to their websites, you will find out how to submit something to them. And they have a particular form and a structure that they encourage people of how to submit it in a Word document and a chapter and things like that. And if you don't follow their format, they will likely send you a pink slip. Yes, they will. They are very specific about how to submit things there. Now, let me also give you another word of encouragement. Uh, What's happened in the publishing industry over the last several years is that there are many 
self-publishing companies. Mm, yes. And if you will just Google that, you will be amazed at how many companies there are out there that they would love to help you publish your work. So simply because a larger publishing house that a lot of times they want individuals that have published before, and there's the catch-22, if you haven't mm. published a book, how can you publish <laughs> right. before, right? right. Uh, and yeah. uh, But, but um, look at both of those areas between large companies and self-publishing ministries. Paul, we want to pray okay. for you and with you about this. Hopefully that helps. Thank you, Lord, for uh, guiding Paul as he has sought to write and to uh, express on this very important topic uh, what you've laid on his heart. And uh, as he studied your word, we pray that you would just guide him as he pursues different options for publishing. If you would have him to perhaps be published by one of the publishing houses or uh, perhaps a self-publishing if he's not yet published, we just ask you, Lord, to direct in that, and then to use him not only in that area, but other areas as well. We give you the praise and the glory, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Paul. Good to hear from you, my brother. Bye-bye. Thank you. Toll-free number, 855-586-5433. And Ramona is our next caller. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, Ramona. You're listening in Oklahoma as well, correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Go right ahead with your question. Uh, well, it was kind of a comment uh, about the lady that called before this gentleman. Sure. That, uh, that you gave her Romans 12, 1 and 2, because uh, I was telling the lady, I don't want to give too much, but uh, I have suffered depression all my life because I had such a sensitive conscience. And, and uh, I, uh, if something went wrong, I thought I was to blame and I would, I would take it out on me. But I tried to take my life so many times, and God rescued me from all of them. And my father, my adopted father, died at uh, 48 in France. My brother died at 39, and my mother at 57. And so here I am at 75. But one night, and I always took my, when I had to go to the hospital uh, because of my depression, I would always take my Bible and read it. Mm. And I didn't think it would even fit in, but I would underscore things. Mm -hmm. And I was speaking in my sleep in my 30s. I was about 35, 37 years old. And my husband says, what are you saying? And I, I said, I don't know. What am I saying? He said something about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> uh, and so it sticks with you. And I memorized that when I was in my early teens. And I was reading the Bible. I mean, I've known the Lord since I'm but it's like Satan really picks on people that have a sensitivity about them and worry too yes. much. Because I was thinking today, because I was in a car wreck, if I don't get MRI because they suspect a brain bleed or I have, that I might have a spinal cord injury and they won't do physical therapy. So I just thought, well, if he's kept me this long, when I'm 75. What, what, what could happen to me now except that I go to the presence of the Lord? Well, he's not done with you yet, Ramona. Otherwise, he would take you straight to heaven. But Mark, you know, I think about people like Moses, whose greatest ministry came after age 80. Isn't that a great story? That's yeah. a, that, As and, long as the Lord leaves us here and gives us breath, we have yeah. purpose. And how she meditated on Scripture, memorized Scripture. Right. I had the privilege of working with my good friend, Dr. Frank Minrith, for yes. many years. Yes. He coined 
coined a term called dynamic scriptural therapy. Yes. And all it was is biblical memorization. That's right. And uh, Frank had memorized hundreds and hundreds of verses, and he and I worked on verses together, and we'd both, you know, over the years had memorized those verses, and God would bring them back just like he did with Ramona, and sometimes in our sleep. And again, we use the story of Jeremiah. There was a weeping, depressed prophet who became a rejoicing prophet. That's right. And it sounds like Ramona's going down the same road. And good for her. And, yeah. you know, we all have an opportunity to take God's word if we believe that it is living and active, which we yes. do, right? And that all Amen. scripture is God-breathed and yes. is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, then we need to internalize God's word. And that's something that we all can do. We can yeah. take it and we can uh, develop flashcards. And there's all sorts of different programs that you can have on your phone and tape it in your car to remind us of the presence of God's word. And in many ways, that goes back to what we were talking about before. Don't let the world teach us theology. Let's yeah. let God's word speak to us. And Mark, one of the things that we're emphasizing, and we have a great partnership with the Master Life Coach Training Institute, we're encouraging people who are grandparents to take our life coach training yes. so that they can learn how to coach their grandsons and granddaughters to get rid of some of the cancel culture, some of the woke yes. kinds of yes. systems of thinking in yes. our world today, sexual confusion, oh, a yes. lot of those kinds of things. And, and the way we counter that is not just by arguments, but by giving biblical truth. That's exactly right. Yeah. And what a role for grandparents to play in yeah. today's culture. You know, I've seen that in my own life with the, the impact of my parents on my children. Yes. And so I'm so thankful for that. We're all in this together to train up another generation in the way of the Lord. Yeah. And there's so much in scripture about training up the generation right. to come, the children, the children's children. A masterlifecoach.org is the web address if you'd like to learn about that 14-week course we have available. That's masterlifecoach.org. Again, a reminder, a lot of information about Dallas Theological Seminary, and that's at dts.edu. Would you lead us in prayer for Ramona right now? I would be happy to. Lord, thank you for this testimony of faith of uh, our sister that has um, just recounted a moment in her life where your word became so real in a moment of great stress and a moment of fear. And that's what your word is to us. Uh, It is a calming effect in our lives because you have told us, Lord, that you are with us that we are indwelt by your spirit. You have promised us that even in the worst moments, as she has proclaimed here, that uh, when we take our last breath here, we wake up in the presence of Jesus. And so we thank you for that great hope that you have given all believers that are indwelt by your spirit. And so we thank you again as a testimony that she has shared as a reminder to all of us Uh, those listening and those participating in this discussion, that you have not abandoned us. And so we thank you for it. And uh, we ask that we would find courage and encouragement uh, from taking your word and applying it to our lives on a regular basis. Help us to internalize your word. Help us to memorize your word. Help us to sing your word, uh, to be able to express it on a regular basis, to remember the truth that you have given us in it. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ramona, we're so glad you called us tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. The number, friend, is 855-586-LIFE. If you're on the line, stay on the line. We will be getting to you. And if you'd like to call in, there is a line that just now is available. That's 855-586-LIFE.
586-5433. little frog in my throat. Uh, when we come back, Mark, I want to touch on this word hope. We talked about it earlier. Uh, you know, these days, a lot of people are feeling like there is no hope. Uh, the coronavirus has, has taken over yes. 600,000 lives, and it's reminded all of us that the time is coming when each of us will face eternity, right. and we need to be ready for that. When we come back from our break, I want us to zero in on the good news of Jesus Christ. Because we may be talking to somebody tonight who hasn't yet made that wholehearted commitment of trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, our number, 855-586-5433. That's 855-586-LIFE. Our web address masterlifecoach.org. There's an archive there of previous programs, and this program will be posted there as well, and also at encouragementlive.org. So good to have you with us tonight on Encouragement Live. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's restorationsl.com. Because of the stresses of life today, the Hope Speaks Clinic, formerly the Menrith Clinic, is looking for Christian mental health care practitioners. According to Christian psychiatrist Dr. Tom Schof, the clinic could use psychiatrists, physicians' assistants, and nurse practitioners. If you're qualified in one of these areas, you can learn more by contacting Vicki at 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Help Encouragement Live Radio deliver Christ-centered encouragement by donating your vehicle. Stuck with a car you no longer need? It may be better to donate it than trade it. Our partner makes it easy to donate that car, truck, or RV. Mention Encouragement Live when you call 855-500-RIDE to schedule your free pickup. The tax deduction you get may be of more value than costly repairs. The number, 855-500-RIDE or encouragementlive.org. Having a great discussion tonight with Dr. Mark Yarborough. He is the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. His newest book, Tidings of Comfort and Joy, would make a great Christmas gift. Uh, it's got 25 devotions leading to Christmas. Jonah, Beyond the Tale of a Whale, and then How to Read the Bible Like a Seminary Professor. Uh, where's the best place, Mark, for people to find your books? 
uh, anywhere that there is a Christian bookstore, you can go to Amazon, you can just sure. Google it, and it, it's everywhere, so you can they're, find it. They're available, That's absolutely. Right. We talked about hope earlier, and a lot of people are losing hope about the world. We, uh, Our first caller tonight, obviously, very distraught about world situation, but there's good news. There is good news. Good news, we have a Savior uh, who takes us beyond this life. Uh, share with us just briefly how a person can be absolutely sure of the hope they can have in Christ. You know what? Uh, it's that verse that is still behind many goalposts, right? Yep. right? John three sixteen. It's there. It is. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. And, you know, there is hope in trusting who Jesus is and what he has done for us. Yeah. And that's the only way. There is that no is other right. way. He no. said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. That is right. That's how it works. So, friend, if you've not yet placed your trust in him, no better time than right now than to admit that you're a sinner and can't save yourself and place your trust. Just like Mark and I are sitting in chairs, we didn't do a, a study or an investigation or have an engineering firm check them out. We, we just sat down, we didn't sat we? Down. That's we right. trusted. And tonight you can sit down in the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Read over that verse, John three sixteen. Put your name in there where it says, whoever, whosoever. And uh, you can know him whom to know is life everlasting. Our number is 855-586-5433. Mark has been waiting patiently in Ohio. Good to hear from you tonight, Mark. Go ahead. You're on the air with us. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, I'm looking at Ephesians 4, 11, and 12, and I've been thinking about this all week. He gave some apostles prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this, that the church is to equip the saints. But it seems like a lot of saints only crack open that Bible on Sunday morning. How can pastors, and I'm not one of I'm not one yet, or I don't think <laughs> ever will be, but how can pastors exhort their flock to learn how to be for lack of a better term, self-feeders, and how should the saint, uh, a Christian, daily um, equip himself and learn to feed himself? Great, great question, Mark. In fact, two great questions together. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the things that I think that um, we need to do in the local church is that uh, we need to acknowledge that we're all in ministry. Okay, now I'm going to come back to our yeah. big topic that we had. You know, yes. I grew up in a wonderful church, but I want to tell you something that I learned there, and it took me a while to realize what I accidentally learned. Um, sometimes we had two types of prayers, right? We prayed for, here, listen close, we prayed for Aunt Martha's big toe, yes. and you know what that represents, a right? Our, that, a lot of that. Kind of, sick, yeah. And listen, we prayed for Donald and Dolores Harris that were missionaries in Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. and that was it. Yeah. And we didn't pray for Marvin Evans, who may have been the most faithful plumber I've ever known yeah. and was a gospel evangelist in that regard. And so here's my point. I think in the local church, we need to acknowledge that we're all engaged in ministry. That's yeah. my point in telling yeah. you that story. And we also have to somehow motivate people to dig into the word themselves. I think about the Bereans in the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. Paul said they were more noble than the believers in Thessalonica. 
And Mark, there was a specific reason for that. Yeah, because they studied the Word. I mean, yep. they wanted to get in and they wanted to to see what Scripture said and what it what it was expounding expounding upon. You yep. know, I mean, it was wanting to they were wanting to dig in deep to prove to themselves. Here's what God has spoken. Yeah, you had Dr. Howard Hendricks, and I did as oh, well. Oh yes. yes. Prof. Hendricks, and uh, he certainly would talk about methods of Bible study. We're yes. very strong on yes. that. Uh, observation, interpretation, application, correlation. Yes. Uh, put those into plain English, if you will. Yeah, really what that means is we need to look and see what the Bible says. So that's observation, yeah. right? Interpretation means we un- we need to look at it in its context. We mm, need to yeah. understand what God has said and who he spoke to. We need to apply it. We need to put the shoe leather of the gospel to yeah. quote Hendricks and that one. Right. And then correlation, see how it fits in the totality of all of scripture and how it works from Genesis to Revelation. And so I'm going to, since you mentioned Hendricks, I'm going to give one good <laughs> Hendricks quote, which is so appropriate. You know, Love he it. says, let's remember the Bible was not written to satisfy our curiosity. It was written to change our lives. Amen. And, and so that is, there you go. That's what the word is, is called to do for us. Yes. Prof. Hendricks was a great student and a great teacher of the word. And Mark, I want to encourage you. I heard you mention not yet uh, involved in pastoral ministry. God may lead you in that direction, and I would encourage you, and we want to pray for you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for Mark and for his interest in motivating not only himself but others to become self-students of your word, and I pray that he would increase and abound. I think about the many times you said that to the church in Thessalonica, that they were doing the right thing, but you wanted them to increase and abound, and I pray that he would and that many others would be motivated through his comment and question tonight about Ephesians 4. And we thank you for the gifted individuals you've uh, given to the body of Christ. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Mark, thank you for calling us. Good to hear from you, my brother. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. The number is 855-586-LIFE. Ruth is listening in Virginia tonight over AFR. Hi, Ruth. Good to hear from you. Hello, can you hear me? We certainly can. Go right ahead. I'm having a very difficult time right now reading the Bible. I grew up in a Christian home, and uh, I'm 61, and uh, the churches have done different different now, and uh, radio programs are great. And I listen to the radio program. It's like on AFR all the time. And even mm-hmm. when I bought my car, before I bought it, I made sure it would get AFR radio. Mm-hmm. Um, my life is just catapulting down, and I know God loves me. And I know I'm going to heaven. I'm just having a hard time. I Every day, I can say for three to four months, I set my alarm early to get up to read the Bible, and I don't do it. I just sit, I wake up, and then I'll just sit there. Ruth, you are raising a problem, a question that a lot of people must be relating to very well, because I suspect, Mark, that you've encountered this as well. People who want to read God's Word, who want to study God's Word, and yet somehow there are things that crowd them out. Uh, What would you share in the way of encouragement and insight for Ruth? Yeah, one of my encouragements would be... um... (laughs) 
To get somebody to read with, I mean, we all need accountability partners. And Mm -hmm. if that is one of the things that um, you are struggling with, I would encourage you to to find a, a dear sister to sit with and to hold you accountable in that regard. The other thing that I would encourage you to do is to have a reading plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get on the internet, you can go to your local Christian bookstore, and there are thousands of Bible reading plans. And if you're like me, I mean, you know, a lot of life needs to be methodical. In other words, it needs to be get up and this is what I do. And if you have somebody that can encourage you to do that, um, those are a couple of things that real practically speaking, I would I would encourage you to develop a time and also to find your sweet spot. You know, mm. a lot of individuals, if you're like me, I've got to get up and have a cup of cup of coffee before I can really get get hey, going. Amen to and, that. And yeah. the Lord and I kind of work well together over yes. that cup of coffee. Yeah. And so sometimes it doesn't mean to get up and it has to be the very first thing that you do. But I think you can find your productive time of the day and make sure it's not that you're shoving it into an area where it takes a little time to get moving sometimes. Yeah, another thing along that line, Mark, is not to feel guilty because you're not reading for an hour at a time. Oh, yes. You know, people Good have phrase. a You know, I'm... I'm read for an hour two days in a row and then the third day I gave up and the fourth day I didn't read at all. That's exactly right. And sometimes we need to take little what I call baby steps. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, that gets us into really some good uh, habits that we want in terms yeah. of scripture reading. Would you pray for Ruth and others who would. really are struggling in this area? Yes, indeed. Lord, we do pray for our sister and uh, she is not alone. May she remember that. That uh, there are others that uh, find themselves uh, struggling with how to read your word and to be methodical about it. Our heart is right and we want to do it, but we find ourselves just being crowded out by other things. Lord, help us to uh, make your word a priority. Help Mm. us to find uh, others that will make the journey with us. Uh, May we jump into a a Bible reading plan that kind of uh, instructs us and guides us. And Lord, we're going to trust you for these things for our sister so that she will find victory in being able to uh, step in into mm. your word more faithfully and to have her life changed because of it. So we commit it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ruth, we're so glad you called us. Thanks for calling and sharing your burden with us tonight. Thank you. God bless. Well, friends, we're just about out of time in our broadcast. Uh, Mark, thanks so much for all you've shared with us about ministry. Second uh, Corinthians is, to me, a book that's a manual for ministry. It, I'm sure you've done a lot of studying in that book. And a couple or three times in there, Paul talks about who is sufficient for these things. And then he says, our sufficiency is of God, who's made us efficient or able ministers of yeah. the new covenant. Talk about that. That is exactly right. I love, you know, this is not just true in Second Corinthians, right? It's a theme of oh, Paul's yeah. of saying that, All the way uh, that uh, we can't do anything in of our own strength. Yeah. And um, that's in essence what he's talking about all throughout that book. He hits it really hard in chapter two in particular. And he, oh. he, he beats that drum over yes. and over again to say that yeah. uh, our sufficiency is found in Jesus Christ. And that's a good place yeah. for us to start. When we know that we can't do it, in and of our own strength, that means that God has us exactly where he wants us, in a position of dependency. Dr. Mark Yarber of Dallas Theological Seminary, thank you, Mark, for sharing God's word with us. Privileged to be here with you. And thank you, friends, for joining us again, encouragementlive.org, masterlifecoach.org, and Dallas Seminary website, dts.edu. Good night from Encouragement Live. Encouragement Live.